Hey everybody, today's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello friends, welcome. Another week, another bit of peppy, peppy music. I always enjoy the uh, piano intros. I, I've, you know, I've started listening to that uh, channel, uh, Rado. It's, it's a oh, really, oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's, he's got a lot of Jacob uh, Kohler, I believe is the That's artist. That's correct, Kohler with a K. Fantastic yeah, artist. Really good Lots stuff. Lots of really good stuff. Well worth subscribing to. Um, Absolutely. Although right. it sounds like I messed it up. I, I think there was a glitch in the audio right there at the end. Uh, yeah, I was wondering about that. That was the first time I've heard that, so I don't. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I rendered it up special, and I must have goofed up somewhere in a in a copy paste. But it'll be better oh, next week, I promise. With three no more worries. new games for people to yes. get. Yes, yes. All right, friends. Yes, uh, welcome again to the RNR uh, show. This is episode lucky number thirteen. Wow, that's mm-hmm. what is that? Three months? Over three months now? We've been doing this, my friend. Uh that is. Uh, that is unthinkable to me. That is amazing. And I guess yeah. we'll stick with it for a little while longer since yeah. people seem to enjoy it. We're going to um, be doing it for a little longer. Absolutely. Yeah. And friends, you can catch all the previous episodes right there in that rnr.rado.com. Feel free to yep. check that out when you can. And um, why don't we, well, I want to welcome everyone. Again, I see Burgundy, France. I see Greece. We have our friends here in North America. Also, I, I thought I saw someone down in uh, Mexico. Thank you, friends, for joining us as always. Why don't we jump right into it? We've got games to give away. Yes, we do. All right. These two right here. We've got two giveaways. Um, uh, One from last week's sponsor, Arcane Wonders. They're sending out a copy of Onitama Plus, the new Light and Shadow expansion, which, man, I I went and looked afterwards. We talked about this a lot last week. I mean, (laughs) I know you love this game, but boy, we went deep on Onitama. Uh, With good reason, because this is such a cool expansion, and one lucky winner is going to get it. Uh, Somebody in North America or Canada, the Wheel of Names, okay, is already ready to go. Let me find it. Are are you ready to hit the button? Uh, Yes, let's do this. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. Yes, here we go. And the winner is... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dave Groot! Dave Groot! David Groot. I am David Groot, he was Groot. heard to say. Yes. Well done. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. But that's only half of it, folks, because for the rest of our viewers, because as we talked about last week, over 60% of this audience is not in America and uh, Canada, which is you know, I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, I love the fact that we have such a big international audience here. And so for everybody else, we're giving away the big deluxe package of Lands of Galzir. I mean, just look at all that stuff you get. That's a ton of stuff. Um, and if you aren't lucky enough to win, the pledge manager is open for um, Lands of Galzir right now. The, the game found campaign is already done. But if you follow the links down in the show notes, you could go learn a bit more about the game. Watch the run through Shay did of it. It's a very, very cool game. But to get ready for that, I have to prepare to share the uh, second screen. So right. I'll let you talk for a second while I go about sharing business. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, Galzir, I mean, look at all that stuff you're going to get, folks. I mean, this is a wonderful opportunity to uh, get a hot new game. Um, I want to say hi to everyone in chat again. Oh, my gosh. We've got friends in Australia joining us from Down Under. Thank you, friends. Good to see you all here. And, um, oh, you got oh, the... Oh, uh, not just anybody from Down Under. Thinker Themer. 
Oh, Thicker Thiever. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yes. hi, Thicker Thiever. Banging yeah, the gotta... drum, apparently. Yes. Showing some love for Thinker Thiever. Okay, let's get this. Okay. Yep, I do believe oh, it's I another wheel. You're not doing share? the other one, huh? The, uh, no. Like um, let's see. I, I think this will work. I think I don't have to rely on the ninja. Hopefully, awesome. I, I did a little bit of experiment. I think one lucky winner is going to be getting some gal's ear. Awesome. We'll find out shortly if I didn't mess it all up. I do prefer the wheel. I just think it yeah, the wheel cooler. is fun. Yeah, the wheel yeah. is more fun. Michael Monahan, the big right, winner of Congrats. Super Deluxe Lands of Galzir. Uh, hope, Michael, I hope you like epic, stirring adventures with cute, cuddly critters because that's what you're going to be getting um, in the coming months. All righty, awesome. So, speaking of contests, we are going to change things up uh, from this point on. Correct. Yes, uh, yes, we are, sir. Um, I All guess right. it's time now that we've got. Or, or, or no, before we get to the big news, we should say um, yeah. our sponsor this week is Fun Again Games. Thanks for supporting the show, Fun Again, and uh, they will also be uh, our contest giveaway participant. They are um, this week. We are going to be giving away, or they are going to be giving away a fifty dollars gift certificate that you can use for any purchases you find on their sites. And we did confirm this in the past because people have asked. Uh, the nice thing is that fifty dollars can go towards the game and or the shipping. So, I mean, if you're oh, overseas nice. and the shipping would be really dire, you could still get some good games, um, some great games, in fact. So, one lucky winner, as this is going to be a worldwide one, so we'll have one drawing next week to win a fifty dollars uh, gift certificate from Fun Again Games, but. As Ruel said, we do have some big ch ch, -ch changes um, ch -ch to changes. announce today. And yeah. let's start with, uh, we're changing the way we do the contest, aren't we? Yeah, we are. So, friends, you know, normally we would say, a, we have a secret word that we would say, and we're trying to get one up on each other, right? And that's been a lot of fun. But we want to involve you all a yep. little more. So, moving forward, do you want to uh, explain it, Rado? Okay, yes. I mean, uh, Ruel was very kind to say we want to involve you. We want to make you work for it, and we want to work a little <laughs> bit less hard. Up until now, we've always had a secret word every episode, and we try to sneak it past each other, and then we tell you when the secret word came up. Folks, I'm telling you right now, the secret word for this week is Halloween. Um, wow, you said it. You just said just it. Said Halloween. It. The secret word. But wow. here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, you, you don't have to bother sending an email to contest at rotto.com with the word Halloween. That's not what we're looking for. What instead is going to happen is during the top 10, at some point, we are going to say the secret word. One of us is going to say the word Halloween. Just in kind of casual conversation, we're just going to keep on going. It's up to you to listen and um, catch when we say that. And what you want to do is send an email to contest at raw.com. And in the email or the subject, anywhere in the, you need to say the game we were talking about when we said the secret word. So it's all on you, folks. Um, yes. Remember, the secret word is Halloween. At some point during the top 10, when you hear one of us say Halloween, make note of what that game was and send the game to contest at rotto.com or contest at rotto.com to enter to win a $50 gift certificate from our sponsor, Fun Again Game. Did that make yes. sense? Any questions yes. from the audience? Yeah. Uh, Let we'll, us we'll, know we'll, in chat if you have questions, folks. Uh, we'll we'll remind you at the end of this uh, at the end of the show today to you know I'll, I'll put this back up here to send that title of the game that when we say Halloween, whatever game we're talking about, that's what we want to see in that email for the comments. yeah yeah. It's so, a good idea. We'll, we'll we'll remind you again at the end of the show. I see yeah. one question. So who's the final winner? I think. Well, do you have your crown nearby? Because I, I do. Of course he does. Ruel has all kinds of props. He's a regular prop streamer. <laughs> Ruel is the king of yes. the secret word R&R &R show for all times. 
Um, he beats me. And from now on, folks, it's up to you to find the word because I just couldn't keep up. I I, 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 I was looking into my future. And I was I was just going to sink deeper and deeper into the <laughs> hole of losing dumb. And that was going to be very embarrassing for everybody. Um, it, it was so much fun. You know, I, I, I really had a great time with that. But I, I'm looking forward to this because I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun as well, especially for all of you watching, you know, to keep track of when we're going to say because it's it's going to be a little trickier, I think. And a little, yeah, exactly. You know, like I mean, like you, you said, you're, you're going to have to work for games. it. Um, and you know what? I'm not everybody's going to do it. So I think actually for the people who spot it, their chances of winning probably just went up. Agreed. Probably yep. very significantly. We'll see how totally. it goes. I'm very All excited right. about this first change, but we have more announcements. We have some big changes. Yes. All right. Um, so folks, I, I, uh, just made Twitch affiliate. Hooray. Now a lot of folks don't know what that means. That means basically I have graduated to the professional level of a Twitch streamer. Which is odd, because you may have noticed, today we're only streaming on YouTube and Facebook. And that is because, as a pro Twitch streamer, there is a 24-hour exclusivity window. Where, after you've live-streamed, you can't put it on any other channel for 24 hours. So, here's the way the situation is going to be moving forward. The R&R show is still going to go up on um, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Board Game Geek and every place, just like you've always come to expect. Every Wednesday, there's going to be a new R&R where we talk about top tens, where we try to sneak a secret word past you and all the rest of it. But if you would like to watch live, we will be live on Twitch Tuesdays. From now on, um, the show is going to be still at noon, a West Coast specific time. Uh, we'll, we'll still be doing all the live hijinks. It'll be on Twitch. And I'm actually really excited about it because there's a lot of really cool things you can do with Twitch. Um, like one is I can we can give out rewards for people who keep watching. And so we've already been talking about some very, very cool things that I don't think any other Twitch channel has ever done that just creates more back and forth between the audience and the show. So, um, you know, you can look forward to that. Also, in case you're a fan of the show and you've always wanted to support us, but you just like you, you don't have any spare cash. If you're an Amazon Prime member, did you know you can financially support the show at no cost to yourself? Amazon can pay us to do the show. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you can subscribe to the show for free. That means you watch it without ads. We get a little something, something, which pretty much just goes right to Ruel because I'm paying the man to be here. He wouldn't be here otherwise. Um, I don't know. I haven't asked. I assume he's got other places to be. And uh, and there, there's a bunch of other stuff we're going to do too, you know, unique um, emojis and all of that. So mm-hmm. starting next week, Twitch Tuesdays at noon. And I will do a lot of updates on the YouTube channel so nobody misses the switch over. Uh, it, it's still going to be the same show. Actually, it's going to be even better because I think being over on Twitch is going to let us like loosen up a little bit. And we've talked about maybe bumping it up beyond the harsh 60-minute limit. So we're going to have a longer show because I know a lot of people are always frustrated. We get to the end of the show and like, don't stop. Keep going. Answer more questions. So we're going to be able to lengthen the length of the show. Also, I know some people were always kind of frustrated with Wednesday because we overlapped with another very popular board game show. So we're now free and clear. So you can watch us and them without any overlap. So. Uh, nothing's changing. If you just catch the show whenever, it'll be put live on YouTube on Wednesdays, but you can catch us live on Twitch Tuesdays starting at noon. There'll be all kinds of notifications um, in, in the coming days about that. That's Did I miss right. anything? 
No, you covered it, my friend. That was uh, awesome. Yeah, I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, folks who haven't been on Twitch, it's a really there's a really cool board game community there, and there is a, uh, some overlap with the YouTube community as well. So it's really fun, and especially as Rado was talking about, we have these new changes that we're excited about where you're going to spend your channel points that you earn as you yes, watch. Yes, that's and the Challenge. Yeah, you're going to help us make it more of a, a variety show. We're going to be doing a lot of different things. And so come on over to Twitch on Tuesdays. But again, if you are uh, if you like hanging out here on YouTube, every Wednesday, we're still going to be here. It's still going to yeah, be yeah, up yeah. here. So no worries about that. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Cool. So then that's I, the big news. That was the big news. We are done. That was it. Twitch yeah. Tuesdays is announced. The new rules. Remember, folks, yeah. when we start the top, top 10, listen for the word Halloween. I need to make note. Uh, I, let's see. Yeah, we agreed what too. game it was going to be. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Going to keep that okay. up. And uh, I think otherwise we're good to go. Right. Let's do this. Yeah. So this week's topic, friends, is, are the top ten games we buy right now. Okay. Yes, we are. And um, there's I mean, there, there's so many games out there, folks. I I'm, I mean <laughs> the ones that I, I I was this was another tough list for me to do because I wanted to talk about like 15 different games. I had to pare it down to five so we can share. So. I'm gonna start yeah, with and that'll be an interesting thing when we go when we switch over next week and we have more time to breathe. Yeah, you know, one of the things we can do is, hey, what are some of the things that didn't make the top ten? Exactly. You know, just, so we'll be able to dive yeah. deeper. We'll be able to answer questions. What about this or this or this? It's going to yeah. be fantastic. Starting next yeah. week when we really look stre- spread to our wings on Twitch Tuesdays for the R and R stretch with us. Yes, there you go. Yes, yes. All right. There will be no uh, calisthenics required. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Then I'm definitely going to be there then. <laughs> Okay, so, um, so this is, I believe, the third time we've done the, hey, um, what games would we like to buy right now? We tie it in with Fun Again Games, our sponsors. So what we've done over the last 24 hours is gone through the Fun Again website, and um, each of us have found five games that really jumped out at us as if we were putting our money on the table, it would be for these right now. Is my screen shared? Uh, your screen is being shared right now. Boom. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So, and the interesting thing is, uh, folks, you, you can see why Halloween is the secret word. This is not, we haven't talked about games yet. This but, doesn't count um, yet. You know, this is to tie in <laughs> with Fun Again Games' Halloween sale right now. And oh my gosh, folks, we're going to probably talk about, I, I know I've got several games that are on sale right now that are ridiculously low prices i've never seen prices this low but there were some other games that aren't on sale that i just got to talk about as well i think you're the same we each have five so we're ready to go right okay all right let's get this going my number 10 what is your number 10 i want to make sure i pronounce this right i believe it's called pakal p-a-k-a-l how do you spell that p-a-k-a-l pakal or pakal yeah all right let's find that okay yeah so i'm okay yeah, I, I, this is a real-time sliding puzzle game, okay? And each player is going to have, like, this little um, grid. It looks like a grid. And if you remember, the, this is actually a throwback to my childhood. Do you remember <laughs> those sliding puzzles that we would do? Like, they'd have the numbers 1 through 15, and it would be all mixed up, and you'd have to try to put them in numerical order by sure, sliding sure, sure. the tiles around. This takes that and makes it uh, makes a game out of it, a real-time game, where you're trying to match the different colors that come up. So you'll have like a little scoring grid. It'll say like, you know, it'll have like a blue, yellow, and red. And what you're trying to do is reveal those um, on your little board there. And Mm -hmm. you reveal them by sliding the tiles around and one will pop up. And then you try to get all three or whatever, two of those. And then when you have that combination correct, you grab one of the scoring tiles. The scoring tile, what that allows you to do is move on the scoring track up until that color. So if I grab like the blue one, if the blue one's like five spaces away, then I move five spaces at the end of the round. And it's a race to, you know, the, uh, the finish line there. Um, what I like about it, though, is like after each round, 
the player who's in the lead, I think this is such a cool little catch-up mechanism. The player who's in the lead, they remove one of their tiles. So instead of like, a, I think they're red, uh, instead of a, a block, a, a solid block, now it's a clear tile and you're revealing more things. So it gets tougher to reveal just those colors because you can't just reveal any colors. You have to reveal specifically the ones that are on the scoring grid there. So mm-hmm. I already know this is going to be a hit with Michelle because um, we love these type of puzzles. We always It's funny, we actually talk about these sliding puzzles all the time, you know, how we love these when we were a kid. And I, I was terrible at them. I would always like eventually just take the tiles out and pop them back in in the order that they were supposed to go. But I don't think I'm going to do this with this one. This one's from Cranial Cre- uh, Creations. It's on sale now at Fun Again, uh, and that is Pakal. That Pakal. is interesting. I, I was aware of this game, and I knew the core idea that it takes those classic 15 sliding puzzles. But yeah. that is really interesting how they gamified up, that you're you're not just trying to solve the puzzle, but you're trying to hit specific targets to be able to move forward on your track. That mm-hmm. actually sounds really cool. I, yeah, admit, I kind yeah. of ignored this up till now, but I think you're right. I think Jen would really dig this as well because I've recently yeah. discovered my wife has uh, fallen hard in love with beautiful, well-crafted, abstracty type games, which it looks like uh, that's what this is. Very bright, nice. very colorful. And yep. I mean, a, a very well-proven gameplay mechanism, the slider puzzle. Nice. Yeah, it's a classic. All right. Yeah. So that's and my number This 10. is not one from the super sale, I don't think. I don't remember seeing that on the super yeah, sale. Yeah, I think this that's is just on you, the, like, the you just normal dig? website. Yeah. Cool. All so right. that's Pakal. And then well, you have your number nine. Yeah, let's go on to my number nine, which is definitely coming straight from the Super Sale. Okay. All righty. Uh, if I can find it, do a quick search for Keyforge oh. Dark Tidings. Yeah. So um, both the Keyforge Dark Tiding Archon deck and the Deluxe Archon decks are available right now. And, and an Archon deck for Keyforge at $4.99. These things retail for like twelve bucks. Yeah, uh, it's I'm, I'm, so I've never seen, normally they get discounted down to eight. This is almost half the price of what you can get them elsewhere. And here's the deal: I mean, um, Keyforge for folks who don't know is a what I like to call a dueling wizard game. It was co-designed by Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic: The Gathering. And um, what makes it unique when you and I set up uh, across the table from each other and duel, trying to you know beat each other and all of that is we come with a deck of cards. That is 100% unique to us. Every time you buy a deck of Keyforge, uh, you know, when they come in these little packs, um, that is a deck that will never exist again. It's a totally um, algorithmically generated, unique combination of special powers and characters and names and all that. And I have been interested in this ever since it first came out. I love the idea of it. But the reason I've always stayed away from them is because it is a dueling wizard game. At the end of the day, it's just two players trying to beat the crap out of each other which is not interesting to me at all. The reason this goes on the list, besides the fact that it's at you know such a ridiculously low price, I mean, why not take a gamble when you're talking about uh, you know such a low price, is the fact that um, Fancy Flight Games recently released um, cooperative rules for Keyforge. Yes. And um, I think I might have heard about that on the R&R show, but somebody in the chat mentioned it at one point. I think and you're right. That, yeah. Oh my gosh, I have to try that. Um, yeah, basically, you can download some print and play stuff to make some extra cards for the bad guys that players cooperatively fight against. I really want to try this uh, because I've always just wanted to experience Keyforge with all that really cool idea of the unique decks. Um, yeah. And the gameplay seems really cool too, with this whole thing of unlocking keys and all that. Instead, it's just all about just straight up punching. There's a little bit more to it. But now that you can play it, cooperatively i am all about trying to experience keyforge and there's never been a better time with my number nine keyforge yeah. dark Titan. yeah i love keyforge i um now this was actually on my list as well it didn't it didn't quite make it but okay. it was there I, I, yeah because like you're saying 
five dollars for a deck folks that's all it is you get a friend or a family member or whoever that's five dollars each and you can play this game it's so much fun i played the original and i think i played the I, like the season two deck or whatever okay so you have yeah, played the forge as a yeah as a dueling game I think you, uh, you know, now that it has a cooperative version, I really think you're going to enjoy it because you're going to see all the different combos that you can chain together. It's a lot of fun. Um, you do see that Richard Garfield influence in this game. And I think with the Dark Tidings deck, it actually replaces one of the old factions. So it has like uh, more of like a darker theme. And I think they can like copy cards and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, this oh. one's another one that I'm interested in as well. So that's yeah. And one thing I should say, as I uh, understand it, I mean, there's two things you can get. You can just get a deck which means all you're getting is a deck, but you're not getting the uh, little uh, cardboard pieces that you need, you know, the keys and the mana tokens or whatever, which yep. is where the deluxe is. The deluxe is a deck plus all of the uh, the counters and the tokens and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, again, if you if you just want to try it out, of course, you know, get it at the $5 price. But honestly, those things are great because then you don't have to use your own dice or try to, you know, we used to, like when we first started playing, we would, we made our own counters and stuff. But the, oh. the deluxe stuff is is much better and I think worth, I mean, a couple of dollars more. Come on, it's it's worth it, I think, in All my right. opinion. All right. Well, that was uh, number nine. What is yeah. our number eight? Number number eight. Uh, where's my list? Okay, my number eight. Oh, okay. It is, I want to say this correctly. I know there's a British way to say it and an American way to say it. Equinox or Equinox. I believe Equinox, Equinox is the American. Um, I think so. Right. I mean, uh, uh, in, in my head, I just said Equinox. I couldn't stop myself from pronouncing it that way. <laughs> uh, this is from Plan B Games. This caught my eye right away because of two words, friends. Reiner Knizia. Come on. Mm -hmm. I, I love Reiner Knizia games. Uh, this was, a, I don't know. Did you do a run through of this, Rado? I, I have never covered it. I mean, this is okay. a remake of an older game called Colossal yes. Arena. And I, I've never covered the original one. No. Yeah, and I this um I, I you know I I didn't know, I didn't play the Colossal Arena. Haven't played this one yet, but again, I like the artwork. Um I, is it Plan B Games that does it? I think it's uh yeah, Plan B. Their components are artwork to me. They're they're like top of the game, one of the better companies that uh, do art and components for their games. And this one is a classic Reiner Knizia bidding game. And I think this caught my eye not only because of Knizia, but the fact that I just played Raw again for the first time in years and absolutely love that game i think that is a masterpiece of a game and this mm -hmm. has uh, this is another bidding game and what you're doing is instead of a colossal arena this is more about i think uh like mysterious creatures right in, in the forest or whatever and you're bidding it's it's basically a bidding game uh you're betting on which uh you can influence certain uh creatures and after each round one creature is going to go away and right. as the as the rounds progress you're eventually going to have like three uh creatures remaining and then you reveal your like your secret bet and any bets that you've had uh previously and then you you score obviously if you have the winner um and you bet on the winner on the very first round or has your secret bet that's going to multiply i think it's like times five or whatever and as you get progressively later in the game you don't get as quite as big of a payout uh which reminds me a little bit you know like if you play like camel up those you know really simple racing uh, betting games it's similar like that but again Kenizia, I'm, I'm always excited about his games and this yeah. one I, is this one on sale i don't know if this is on sale oh uh, yeah, no this was i don't believe this was in the super sale it's either. not the super sale um it's just uh you know at a regular discount 20 percent uh, off 20 percent uh, hey. off but yeah. uh yeah i mean I, I'm really interested in this. I'd always wanted to play Colossal Arena as well. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if Jen would have been interested because it is still at the end of the day. Okay, we're taking bets on you know the outcome of, of conflict and you're trying yeah. to manipulate the conflict a little. So, I mean, I, there, there's kind of a little bit of a bite to the theme. But yeah. the new version with the retheme looks so freaking gorgeous. I mean, right yeah, now, gorgeous, on right. Fun Again, all we've got is just the box art to show you. But that gives you an idea of yeah. just how stunning the uh, game is going to look as well. And Reiner yeah. Kinesia, and I, I mean, and yeah. th- this is one of his all-time classics that people love. Brought mm-hmm. up, dusted off for a new modern audience, which is great. Yeah, I love it. So that's uh, that's my number eight, Equinox. Okay, before we go on, I was just checking the chat, and um, there are people saying that Colossal Arena was an excellent game, but also folks were wondering, um, so with the new Twitch Tuesdays playing at noon, how does that fit into the Ruel Gaviola channel schedule? Oh, um, yeah, Tuesdays, I stream at 7 p.m. Pacific. So we're going to have uh, the r show, uh, as always, at noon uh, Pacific um, on Tuesdays. But then later on that night, I'll be streaming on my channel, folks. So you can catch me uh, usually with my wife, Michelle, sometimes with uh, other friends or family uh, playing a game. I, I live stream games uh, all the time over there. Um, things have been a little slow. Just I, I've been re-acclimating myself to live streaming after you know some travel uh, lately. I've been I don't know. I don't know what it is. The older I get, the longer it takes for me to like get back into my routine uh, when I'm at home. I don't, the, the whole like time zone thing. I was in Florida. I was in Indianapolis, like all over the place lately. It's just taking me time. But anyways, uh, feel free to join me on, on my Twitch channel for a gameplay as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I guess we'll have to end every uh, Twitch Tuesday saying, okay, and folks, tune in later tonight for, you know, whatever game you're playing that yep. night. Awesome. I mean, that's, I, I didn't even think of that, that we're actually kind of tying these two. I, that's really cool. I'm, I'm very happy about that now. I, I, I'm super, I, and I'm super happy that you're affiliate now. This is going to be a me. lot of cool things. Yes, going to be a lot of cool up. things coming up. <laughs> you're all grown I'm, I'm up. I'm all grown up on Twitch. Okay. <laughs> you have graduated, my friend. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so let's move on to your number seven game. Yes, my number right seven. Now. I don't know. I think it was Amy uh, in the chat. It wasn't Maggie because Maggie's asleep. Uh, but my number <laughs> seven is uh, Fruticola. Which oh, yeah. I We actually talked about briefly uh, last week in the, or two weeks ago in the uh, Essen, Games yep. of Essen I was really interested in. And um, then when I saw it was available here, you know, uh, cut down significantly in price. Oh, you know, wow. Uh, you know, in a big, big way, you get a lot of stuff for this game. And um, I, when I saw it was on, I'm like, okay, I want to learn more about this game. I'd only studied a little bit at Essen. And so I watched Thinker Themer's video of it, which they did a fantastic job. 100% sold yes. me on it. Um, the core idea of this game, very nice and euroy mechanisms with a, with a lovely theme about harvesting fruits to make fruit juice, basically. But the core of the game, is that you have a handful of cards and everybody's going to play a card simultaneously every round. That will determine your initiative based on the number, you know, very kind of uh, Gloomhaven style. It will also determine what workers you will have available to you that round because it's a worker placement game. And it will also determine what special power you get. And I didn't realize this until I watched Thinker Themer, what detriment, what thing holds you back. The more powerful the card, the faster you go, the more workers you have, the more it's going to have some kind of poison pill that you have to work around. I love this idea so much. I nice. so want to play the game. And if people would like to know more, go check out Thinker Themer's channel. Um, or, hey, I, I just looked. Amy is still. You can ask her in the chat right now. Um, oh, cool. I, yeah. And uh, it, it looks fantastic. Or no, I was going to say, it looks like it plays fantastically. The box cover itself does not do it any favors. I and we sorry. talked about this before. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But, and um, I remember you know, it, it was tough, like trying to figure out the how to spell the name. I remember we we're like trying to figure out how to spell it because it's 
fruticola, but it's not spelled like fruit. But without an eye, it's, it's I guess yeah, spelled the Italian eye. way or something like yes. that. But it yeah. looks great. It, it has a big markdown <laughs> off its uh, original price, 38% off, um, saving $25 on this thing. Wow. I, I, I don't want to get too much into you know the savings and all that. I mean, uh, uh, folks can decide for themselves if it's a reasonable cost. Yeah. Yeah. I've just wanted this game ever since I we did the Essence show. And then mm-hmm. when I saw I could talk about it again, and I watched Amy and Maggie talk about it on Think Your Theme, I was like, okay. I must play this game before the year is out. I mean, this could be yeah. the mechanism sounds so good to me. It could be a top 10 of the year candidate. Oh, and so okay. I'm really looking forward to trying this thing. Uh, nice. My number seven, uh, Fruticola. Awesome. Yeah, that, that it does look fantastic. And I'm, I'm glad we know how to spell it correctly. Yes. Now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it took me like five minutes to find it. Or UIP. Yes. <laughs> OK, let's move on to my number six, friends. My number right. six. So we we had talked about an abstract game earlier. I'm going back to the abstract uh, 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 thing here. Mandala Stones from Board and mm-hmm. Dice. Mandala Stones. Um, and I actually have, um, Michelle and I are going to be playing this on my Twitch, uh, uh, channel. I think in two weeks or so, we've got a, a, a stream set up with board and dice. This is an abstract game that reminds me a little bit of Azul or reef where, you know, you're collect. it's strictly an abstract. You're just looking at colors and patterns here, but yeah. what it's got that three dimensional element of reef that I really dig. And on your turn, you're doing one thing per turn. You're either going to collect a stone, one of those beautiful mandala stones, uh, to place on your player board, or you're going to score the uh, stones that are already on your board. And there's different ways to score. Uh, you know, you it's very simple, yet c- could be a little complex abstract game, which I like. You're going to uh, score either the color of your stones that are on top of your player board, mm-hmm. or they're actually three-dimensional stacks, and there's going to be a way to score the different ones below the top ones as well. And then you also can collect sets and Depending, there's a little, I think it's a little black marker. They're called the artist. You're going to move the artist around. Uh, not prints, but the artist um, thing here. Uh, you're going to move those around. And that's going to determine how you move stones. Oh, my gosh. This feels to me like, again, I haven't played it yet, but it feels like to the next level of like Azul or Reef. Um, I would put I it in, know- it definitely goes in that bucket. It, is, it yeah. definitely lives on your shelf alongside those really yep. beautiful, abstract, puzzly, yeah. thinky games. Yeah, and I did see the Brothers Murph. They recently played it on their live stream over here on Twitch, and Brothers Murph were fantastic. And Michelle and I watched it, and we said immediately, we need to play this game. We I know this. Uh, Azul's a huge favorite in our house. We actually like uh, Azul Summer Pavilions better now, but I mm-hmm. think this will be the next big one in our household. And that's Mandala Stones. Uh, that is my number six game. that I, I will add one more thing. Uh, Jen yes. and I, we played it for the first time last month as a oh, Patreon okay. backer-only uh, Rado Relaxes video. Uh-huh. So Jen and I played it. Uh, Jen l- named it her game of the month. Uh, oh, nice. She, okay. I mean, and, and last month was a very good month. We played a lot of really good games, but for Jen, it stood head and shoulders above everything. Oh, that's uh, so nice. Really, really sharp. You are going to love it. I can't wait. That's yep. my number six. All right. All righty then. So, then yeah. I guess we should move on to, your number to my number five, uh, which is Kingdom Rush Rift in Time. Oh. I, I don't, are, are you familiar with this game at all? I it's uh, I do have a copy on my uh, shelf of shame slash opportunity. Oh my gosh! You, you and I'm looking at the price. What that is almost thirty two dollars. And this wow. game has a metric boatload of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one that's like you know I mean it's marked down 
45 percent it's it was another one wow. on the super halloween sale so it's uh yeah. a great great game i actually covered it when it was on kickstarter a couple of years ago from publisher lucky duck games if i recall correctly mm-hmm. it's a cooperative um tower defense game where every round you know wave after wave after wave of bad guys are, are spawning and walking down a path trying to get to you and it's a deck builder because we're building up our deck of cards that basically launch our defenses to to fight them off the thing that really makes it unique is uh, you fight them off tetris style every time you play a game that says archers or fireballs from wizards or whatnot that lets you cover up the grids on these advancing cards with little tetris pieces so at any given point once the game gets going it's like you're kind of simultaneously playing four or five games of tetris at the same time because each one of these cards represents a different little tetris battleground that players are trying very carefully to um you know maneuver themselves because you can actually just go out and put your little their cool little miniatures that just directly stomp on them and it's like a little two by two coverage or you do the fireballs that are like the little s shape from tetris and it's a an incredibly puzzly game and yet still very very fast paced very action-packed really thematic but much more puzzly than pretty much any i mean there's been a bunch of tower defense uh style board games over the last few years ever since i think king's army was the first one that came out many many years ago and i really think this is the zenith of the art form at this point. Uh, Jen and I were really blown away by it, which is why I had to put it on this list when I saw it was on the super sale. My number five, Kingdom Rush, Rift in Time. Awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait to get this off my shelf and on the table because I, I know I remember I punched it out and I was ready to go and just I had some other things happening and um, I wasn't able to play it. But yeah, as far as tower defense games, uh, this looks absolutely fantastic and I cannot wait to get um, to the table. Okay. Um, everyone yeah. okay with the phone? I, I saw the phone. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I, I got a call. Uh, they okay. can leave a message because right, right now I'm here for you folks. Yes. Not for those folks. All right. All right. Let's so move on, on to my number four. four. I believe, correct? And yeah, and I just checked this right before we went live. I, you did, uh, you know this game. I, I'm, I have not played it yet. I'm super excited about Unforgiven, the Lincoln Assassination Trial. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know you just, yeah, you, you've recently, I, I think you uh, you did a run through, correct? Uh, we did. I, we, Jan and I covered okay. it when it was on Kickstarter. This game's yeah. got a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So the, first of all, uh, this is about the trial above, um, I think her name was Mary Surrett or something. Um, she was one of the people um, tried for uh, treason because she was behind the plot to, uh, or she was one of the people uh, behind the plot to assassinate uh, President Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing in this game, you are one player is the prosecutor, one's the defense, and it's a big tug of war. You are playing, uh, one's trying to prove that she's guilty, the other's trying to prove her innocence. What drew to me, drew this game to me, or I mean, just really caught my eye. I've just fallen in love with the game Watergate. Okay, so it's a, mm-hmm. a political. Okay. Uh, like another political game, uh, tug of war. And I was like, oh, Unforgiven sort of reminds me of that. But it also reminds me of Seven Wonders Duel. It's got this tableau of cards, right? Here's the, here's, here's the, here's the elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah, game. Go ahead and talk. yeah. Seven Wonders Duel meets Watergate. Set, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. In the, in, you know, in the post uh, 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 Lincoln assassination trial. Yeah. That's the game. Awesome. And yeah. And that's why I got excited because uh, Michelle and I, we played Watergate earlier this year for the first time. We loved it. We played it like almost a dozen times now. Um, she hasn't played Seven Wonders Duel yet, but I love Seven Wonders Duel. And then seeing this, plus the theme, I like these type of games. Like I, I'm really drawn to this political style game, this historical game, but I'm not really a war gamer. So it takes like, you know, these 
themes and this history that I'm interested in, but play it, it's played differently than like a standard war game, right? So, right, you know, you have um, I I believe there's like some deck. Is there deck building in this? And um, um not exactly. I mean, basically, not, it it it, you, it does the de- the card drafting of uh, card drafting. Uh, Seven Wonders yeah. Duel, that whole pyramid, and every time I take a card, yeah. oh, now I've revealed a card that's perfect for you, so I don't want to take the card I really want. Right, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I mean, you are getting access to cards over the course of the game, but you're using them to get the resources, which you know could be swaying of the jury and whatnot and at any given time you've got three different tug of war battles where you're you're trying to sway the feelings of the various jurors and everything about this game has so much attention to history the rule book goes deep into who all of these people were all of the conspiracies that were behind it. it was she innocent or guilty was she railroaded in real history as i recall she was the first american woman ever executed by the federal government um wow. and to this day it is still hotly debated um if she got uh and so you can basically redecide history right now in a brilliant game it's got cool custom dice it's got really great card drafting and um i mean history comes alive in a really really awesome way Uh, i'm I'm very impressed it's an excellent choice that's cool yeah i'm I'm so excited to check this out and um that is uh, now available on funny insight unforgiven the lincoln assassination trial uh, right. One more thing about that real yeah. quick. I, I was thinking about, you know, I like these two-player games that are a little shorter as well because these are easier for me to get to the table with Michelle. So Unforgiven, I believe it plays in about 45 minutes or so. I would say right? so. I mean, once you, okay. I mean, it's, your first game is going to be a bit longer because uh, yeah, there's a yeah. lot uh, to yeah. take in and so that's many great. things you're juggling. But no, I mean, once you get the game down, oh, I, I would say that's a very comfortable time for it. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. So that was uh, my number four, number uh, four. Unforgiven the Lincoln Assassination Trial. Let's move on. All right, let's move on to my number three, Pandoria Merchants, um, which is a game that has definitely, definitely flown under the radar. And it's part of this super sale that's going on right now. And when I saw it, I mean, this game made my top 10 of last year. Um, It's, and it is, I would have to say, for the record, the heaviest, crunchiest roll and write the industry has ever seen. Oh. It eclipses everything else. Roman roll, nope. Um, the uh, Hadrian's Wall, nope. Uh, f- you know, Fleet the Dice game, nope. Gone Zone, clever, n- forget about it. This wow. game is this is as big and crunchy and heavy as a game three times its size and weight. Even though on the surface it just looks like a really simple little roll and write. Um, basically, we are a bunch of fantasy races. You know, uh, hobbits and orcs and trolls. Each of us have our own special powers. We've come to the same new world in Pandoria, and we're spreading our influence throughout the land and um, just trying to grab uh, resources. But as we are claiming the land, we're also basically trying to create patterns that we can. Um, you know, roll and write style, kind of like Tetris, you know, making polyomino things out of the patterns we're trying to create. Uh, because when we do that, that lets us uh, unlock more special powers. And now this is a roll and write version of Pandora. In the original Pandora, which was even heavier still, you had a whole bunch of cards and you, it, it was basically a deck builder. Here, it's still basically a deck builder. It's just that you can see all the cards you can buy laid out on your um, second sheet. This is a roll and write where you've got two sheets, the one that is the map, and then everybody has their own where they're keeping track of everything, all the resources they've gathered, all the special powers they've unlocked as the world just gets bigger and bigger. I, I, Jen and I were blown away by it. Like I said, it was one of my top 10 of the year. And um, the thing that made me happiest about it, because I thought Pandoria was also a brilliant game from Iron Games, designer of Burned Eisenstein. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, 
the original Pandora, my only problem with it was it was also a very aggressive area control game where right. you were constantly, ah, you thought you had it all. Well, I'm going to kick you right out. And now I control that area. In this game, because it's a roll and write, once you ride it, you own it. No one can take it from you. So it, it, it there, there's a lot of one upsmanship and brinksmanship, but it never really feels really mean or aggressive the way a lot of area control games can. It's okay. really, um, you know, very, very clever. And again, I cannot stress just how heavy it gets. Also, it comes with a really interesting, puzzly, um, you know, campaign. You know, it's got five chapters, a solo game as well, which I only oh. messed around with a little bit. But um, yeah, uh, Pandora awesome. Merchants is my number three. Wow. Um, I remember there was also a card game. Was it there a Pandoria card game as well? No. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I think it might have been retitled. I don't know if it had the word Pandoria in it. But I do remember it being pretty mean and just like the board game. So mm. it's nice to hear that they've taken the uh, you know things you like about the, the game and made it more... I, I don't know, uh, a nicer version of it, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Roll and write. It, it's, it's just a fun game. I mean, you know, there are two dice. It is a roll and write. And every round you roll the dice, you put them together. And that basically creates a domino of symbols that is how you're going to try and fill out the board, trying to you know get all the patterns and whatnot. It's I, I, it's it's very impressive. And awesome. um, like I said, completely flew under the radar. Um, you know, if if I had been at Essen that year, every time you're at a convention, people always ask, what's the secret un, un, gem that nobody's heard of at this yeah. show? Pandora Merchants was that gem at last awesome. year's Essen, and now it is available. Um, it's my number three. Awesome. Cool, cool. Okay, we're getting to the uh, top of the heap here, folks. So All right. um, my number two game that I would buy right now, and it's actually my number one. Um, if you all know me, it's no surprise. My number uh, two is Twilight Imperium 4th Edition, Prophecy uh-huh. of Kings. Yes. Right. This I is... saw this, and I knew there was no way that wasn't yeah. going to make your list. Oh, let's see. Yeah. If I can spell Twilight, T W I L I G H T. Let's do that and forget about the Imperium. All right. Yeah. It was so Prophecy Twilight of Imperium, Kings. Prophecy of Kings. This is the expansion. Look at that. It is marked off thirty five percent. Yeah. I don't want to just keep on dr- you know drilling on these savings, but I mean, I I looked this one up because um this is a hard game to get and it's going yeah. for over a hundred bucks all over the place yep. and they got it down to 64.99 again sorry people can decide for themselves if yeah. it's if that's a reasonable price or if it's too much or too little but I, yeah i think it's all is. about the prophecy of kings Ruel. so my favorite game of all time is twilight imperium fourth edition i love it it is a it's more of an event than a game because it's going to take you all day to play folks so there's <laughs> no 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 way around it um so we you know my friends and I, we love getting together once in a while, especially now that, you know, things are getting safer. We're going to be able to play in person again. But uh-huh. uh, Twilight Imperium, it is a 4X game. But what they did going from 3rd edition to 4th edition was they took a little bit of a, the of the, uh, of the 4Xs. They took the Explore out, you know, to streamline things. But now with this Prophecy oh, really? of Kings expansion, yeah, they put it back in, okay? And, but they wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. More... Are you saying the latest version of Twilight Imperium, if you do not have this expansion, is really a 3X game? Functionally? I would say it's more of like a 3.5x. 3.5x. Wow. And so okay. this so kind of, this kind of completes Twilight Imperium is what you're saying. It, it it's from what I understand, yes, it's going to complete wow. it and it adds it adds a bunch of new stuff as well. Um you've got <clears throat> so you've always had the I think it's 17 asymmetrical factions. This adds in more factions. This also adds in leaders which are going to give you even more asymmetric abilities. It has mechs. So you have the <laughs> mechs. Oh my folks. I, I, you know, I saw this expansion when it came out during the pandemic. I went goo goo gaga, but I was also sort of bummed out because there's no way I was going to play it because we we're on lockdown. But now that things are starting to open up, I'm going to let y'all know right now. I already have my first game of this planned in three weeks. I've got my friends who are going to play. 
We've got it all set. Someone has the expansion already, but I'm still going to buy it, uh, honestly, because it's, you know, my favorite game of all time. Um, what else does it have? It's got new factions, uh, the uh, leader expansion, a little more um, ex- exploration. And I, 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 if you love this type of game, if you never played it, folks, this was on my bucket list for many years, Twilight Imperium. When I finally played it, it lived up to all the hype and then some. Again, I knew going in it was going to be an all-day affair, but, you know, my first game, it was about only, only, quote-unquote, about five and a half hours, so I thought I was going to be there for <laughs> ten. So you do have to you do have to commit to the game time or be committed if you like this type of game. But, uh, you know, I, I absolutely love it, and there's no way I'm not going to get this expansion. Uh, Tridumbarium 4th Edition, Prophecy of Kings. Right. So that is our number two of the list, your personal number one. Yes, wow. absolutely. I okay. I mean it's it's a space opera in a box. I, I love you know I'm a Star Wars Star Star Trek geek. This has elements of that as as well, but it, it's just it's it really is epic. It, it's epic in every sense of the word, um, including brain melt. Like my brain is like fried anytime I play this. But the the chat is you know Gator Dave saying I never would have paid Gruel as a TI four man or Gruel. yeah and honestly me, I wouldn't have either when I either. started watching yeah. your show. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, you see the stuff that I usually play on Twitch channel. I love Gateway games. I love Gateway Plus games. The, the, some of the heavier stuff I like, like Brass Birmingham, Terraforming Mars, those type of games. But for whatever reason, I, I don't know if it's the theme or just the fact that I like this story element of, hey, we start in our little corner of the galaxy just with a couple of ships, and we slowly but surely make out uh, to the middle of the board, and we're going to fight, and it's all kinds of you know good uh, battles and it always tells an epic story. Like I can, I've played the game, I think 14 times. I can tell you the storyline of each one. Yeah. It's that's how much I love this game. It's yeah. It's, you know, Michelle thinks I'm crazy. You know, what are you going to do? It's, it's oh, so you have not gotten her. You've gotten, you have not gotten her to the table with it. No, she would never play this. No, that's not her job. (laughs) But anyways, that's my number two, Twilight Imperium prophecy of uh, Kings. uh, And I think a lot of people would join you as their number ones as well. Um, I'm sure Shay would certainly agree as his number one. And that's how I learned the game. That's yeah. how I learned the game was from Shay. And speaking oh, of Shay, really? also, yeah, his video is the one video I tell everyone to watch before mm-hmm. I uh, teach the game. I say, you will have to watch Shay's video. No, I mean, actually, yeah, that video of his and his how to teach videos are what got, convinced me he should be on the Rado channel. Because I thought he was just a, such a perfect fit. So yeah. Twilight and, and we actually is changing uh, lives all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we actually did a video for Prophecy Kings, folks. Uh, find uh, Shay's channel, and we did like this little comedy bit where Shay, Shay and I go over Prophecy Kings. It's it's funny. So check that out. Okay, okay. let's get to the number one. Well, my this number one. Drum roll, please. My number one is the only one that wasn't on the big sale uh, because I mean, and, and I mean, there were a lot more great games on the big sale, folks. You can go check it out on Fun Again's page if, if you want. But when I saw Fun Again has Anno eighteen hundred in stock, I was like, okay, yes. I, I mean, this made this also made my top ten games of last year because I played the German version. It is only just now coming out with an English version as well. And yeah, this is. I'm not going to say it's the best Civilization board game of all time. I'm still going to give that to Nations. But if I spend more time okay. with Anno, or if Anno gets, uh, gets an expansion, it could push its way into my top 10 games of all time because I love everything wow. about this. It's a Martin Wallace-designed game based on, I guess, a very, very popular video game series that I know nothing about. I've never played the video game. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, at heart, we are a bunch of uh, nameless, uh, you know, nations who are trying to, you know, expand our influence and, um, you know, exert our dominion over the world. Or at least that's what it looks like. At first glance, it looks like a an era of colonization game, which is just all about, oh, look, we send out, we get colonies and this and that and the other. 
But um, the interesting thing, and apparently this is true for the video game as well, it kind of subverts all of the era of colonization tropes of games because your goal in this game, you are not some rich person trying to make a lot of money by exploiting the new world. You are a government official and your metric for whether you succeed or fail is how much prosperity you bring into the lives of your citizenry and into the lives of the uh, citizens of the new world as well. This is a game that does not feature any conquering. This is a game all about exploration that leads to trade rather Rather than domination, uh, trade which lifts all boats, and the core message of this game, which I talked about at great length in my top ten games of the year uh, when I did the update for it back in April, um, is just such an ode to um, working together, working with people, and um, you know, it's that's not only in the theme where you know it's basically this is an alternate world where the era of colonization never happened, and instead an era of cooperation across the oceans is what was born, and that is borne out by the actual mechanisms. You are engaging with trade with the new world. You are tr- you are just as invested in improving their lives as the citizens of your own um, your your old world, but. Um, the the cooperation, even though this is a competitive game, works its way into how I interact with you as well. Because this is a game where the main thing you're trying to do is harvest resources so you can build buildings that will make other resources so you can harvest more resources. It's a very big, elaborate tech tree game, basically. And the thing is, any one player, it is impossible for them to um, individually manufacture all the different branches of a tech tree that they are trying to develop over the course of the game. And to be successful at this game, you must rely on your fellow players. Oh, you're the one who's invested in sales. Okay, I'm going to save myself a lot of money and just start using yours. And you will get a huge benefit. One of the things that makes me so happy about the game is this is not a game of zero-sum economics. It just it doesn't try to simplify things down into black and white. Because when I use your building so that I can get the resources I need, the um, payment you receive doesn't come from me. I don't just transfer funds over. It comes from the supply. So Everybody feels like they win. Nobody feels shortchanged. It's not a I win, you lose. Ha ha, I won up to you. This game, everything about it, I, I just found to be a beautiful um, ode to humanity at its best. A, a, a history that we could have had instead, of course, the history that we did have. And, um, you know, I mean, I, and I know this for a fact. Some people don't believe it, but I've actually talked to the developers and said, yeah, that is totally what we were going for. We were trying to um, use this board game as a piece of art to um, explore what the world could be instead of what it was. And I wow. doff my cap and applaud Cosmos Games and Martin Wallace and everybody else who worked on it. Uh, it's my number one and up. Uh, it's uh, on sale as well, although it's not on super sale. But when I saw that they yeah. have it in stock, I had to put it. Uh, my number one is Anno 1800. Wow. So I've heard a lot of good things about this game. And actually, chat, there's a lot of people that have played it. They they okay. love it as well. And um, I didn't know exactly what it was about. You just sold me on this game. I yeah. love this idea of let's cooperate together and move civilization forward. And oh, my gosh. Wow. So this is a uh, top 10 for you right now. Um, oh yeah, well, this is in my top ten for games of last year. It is oh, my number year. one on this list. Um, nice. Interestingly, uh, a lot of people don't realize this. Officially, what does it say here on the page? It says it's a two to four player game. The developers uh, have come up with a really great solo system, which I demoed in my run through. They actually sent okay. me an early version of it. Apparently, um, folks who were at Essen Spiel, what was it? Just last week, I guess, were mm-hmm. able to pick up the, uh, the the solo expansion, and I believe it's going to be made available in English very soon. So, and 
if you watch my run through, you'll see it's a very, it's an excellent solo game also. So if you're looking for a real, it's not available yet, but it will be soon. It is available in German right now. Um, If you're looking for a really great um, 4X style game, but no, it's not 4X. It's, it it, it, it all of that. It is a game all about people working together to everyone's mutual benefit. Yes, there's still going to be one winner. There's going to be one player who does it better than anybody else. But just the idea that I don't measure my victory in glory. I don't measure my victory in how much money I have. I measure my victory in how many people's lives I have improved. Everybody who I touch, if I can improve their lives, I will win this game. And that's beautiful. That's a message we should see more in our day-to-day life. Agreed, 100%. Yes. All right, friends, those are the top 10 games Woo! we buy right now. Thanks to our uh, sponsor again, uh, Fun Again Games. We have a few more minutes. Should we, uh, you want to do yes, a little Q&A? Yes, we are. Q&A? We went pretty quick. Yeah. So All let's right. do some Q&A, folks. Uh, drop those questions in. And um, like I was saying, I, I saw a bunch of people, uh, they they really do have a, a enjoy uh, add-on 1800. Um, so ni- oh, nice to yeah, see that. I, I, I recommend it very highly for folks who yeah. like this kind of thing and would like to see not the same old story told. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we're waiting for some questions to come in, let's remind everybody at some mm-hmm. point in the last, whatever, 30, 40 minutes or so, we said the secret word Halloween. When did we say it? What game were we talking about at that point? You need to figure out what game it was um, in the top 10 countdown and send that in an email to contest at rotto.com or contest, uh, you know, single or plural. I'll, I'll catch it either way. Um, and uh-huh. if you get it right, then you will go into the uh, the 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 spinning ball of names to win <laughs> next week a $50 gift certificate from Fun Again. So um, right. good luck, everybody. And so yes. all the pressure is off of us. <laughs> this, was, this was much more relaxed. I wasn't having a conversation. I was just going to say, you, you, I can't wait for that you, moment. Yeah. I'm just more on talking about the games. Which that's, that's, I, I felt like that too. Like we weren't like spinning our wheels trying to, okay, when can we insert it? When can we, ins- no, we were, let everyone else figure it out. And folks, uh, send that uh, game title uh, to cottons at rotom.com. I've got a question from the Lobby of okay. Hobbies. He asked, Ruel and Rado, um, what is the best sparkling water brand? And I think everyone knows my answer. It's oh, yes, uh, Topo Do Chico because it's muy delicioso. Yes, Topo Chico. Ha, have, you, have you actually, for folks who don't know, apparently Ruel had a trip to, I forget where, um, Arkansas or someplace. Uh, uh, Tennessee, New Orleans, I Tennessee. Think. Yeah, Tennessee. to Tennessee. And yeah. you, you were exposed to this sparkling, fruity water drink called Topo Chico. Topo Chico, and now you are literally addicted to the stuff. Totally, you should. It's, you should see my garage. It's sad. I've got like cases and cases of empty bottles. Just uh, we need to take them to recycling because they're going to take over my garage. We have board games and bottles, basically. But yeah, that is the. Do you drink sparkling water, Rado? Is the no? I can't no, stand it. It's like yeah. drinking acid to me. Yeah, that, Michelle's the same way. Michelle's not. A, she's not a sparkling water fan either. But Topo Chico yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it, the it correct just, answer. It, it, it folks. burns and it's just unpleasant. <laughs> and you know what? I just love water. What's wrong with just water, water? Hey, I'm okay with water, too. This is, yes. water is fine. Perhaps we should yes. hydrate, shall we? Let's hydrate, yes. Mm. Okay. Huh. Um, someone was asking, do you need the expansion to play solo? And I'm thinking that's for the um, 1800 game. I well, there, there is no expansion for Anno 1800. And oh, um, okay. oh, oh, no, they're asking, here's what I got. I contacted them saying, hey, I'm a, I, I finally got a copy of the German version. I'm so excited. And I, and... At the time, on Board Game Geek, the developers were doing kind of a closed beta where they got volunteers and people would just mm-hmm. print out their own stuff and play it at home. And I missed the window for that, but I said, hey, if you'd like to send me that information, I could actually film it so people would know that this is coming. And they said, okay, Rado, we'll let you in. And so they sent it to me. Now, all I needed 
um, to to play it at that time was just this PDF printout with a set of rules. There there was like a page I could print out because there was like a few things that changed. And you just had to have like this little reference thing. But that's all I needed was the PDF. Now I have not looked at whatever it was that they were handing out at Essence Spiel. I don't know if they elevated it and said, "Oh, well, hey, while we're at it, let's put some more tiles in" or something like that. I don't think they did. What I played, it was completely self-contained. I mean, I feel really bad because several people have asked. I've still got that PDF. I can play it right now. But um, they said, nope, nope, Rado, we're still doing final testing. You can't, you know, mum's the word. So I've kept it to myself. But my expectation is you will not have to pay extra to be able to play Anno 1800 solo. It's just that they're probably in the process of translating. Heck, for all I know, somebody who picked it up has already translated it manually. And you might find it on the Board Game Geek forums. I'm not quite sure. Cool. Awesome. Uh, There's a question. Um... Uh, from our, uh, Edward K- Taylor King. Hello, hello. Love watching your power plants play earlier today, Rado. What's your favorite KTBG game? So K- Kids Table Board Game, is that correct? The name of the company? That is correct. Kids Table Board yeah. Game. Um, um, who asked this question? Uh, Edward Taylor King from Facebook. Hey, Edward Taylor King. Thank you for hey, joining us. Hey, Facebook in the house. The Facebook, um, love it. But not for much longer. Remember, folks, next week, yep. if we're moving to Twitch Tuesdays, although you'll still be able to see it on Facebook on Wednesday yep. and whatever. Um, let's see here. I, I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to admit something uh, very, very embarrassing. Well, I, I what? wrongly assumed, based oh. on, the t- on the name of the publisher, Kids Table Games, that everything they produced was, you know, for kids. Yeah, and right. I have not really paid attention to any of their other stuff. Yeah. Um, I, that's not true. I have actually played a couple of them. Uh, let's see what I'm, I'm looking on board game geek right I now. I really like them. Uh, yeah, don't be fooled by the name, folks. They're they exactly produce, they do play, uh, produce some you know very kid friendly games, but they produce some really good like family weight and just family weight above that. Even um, I really enjoyed the uh, Rec Raiders game they did. Thank you. That's the one I was just trying to Fantastic find. I have game. played Rec Raiders. And yeah. to answer the question, I would say Rec Raiders. That was yep. a great little scuba diving treasure hunting game that yeah. Jen and I really enjoyed quite a bit as real Same. world professional. We're not professional. We're amateur scuba divers. I've been scuba diving since I was 12. So oh, wow, I love nice. a good scuba diving themed game yeah. um, that you know pays attention to the scuba element. And, um, and yeah, they a got a bunch. Yeah, the Rec Raiders was like a bunch of set collection, and they had the really cute uh, diver meeples and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. We really enjoyed that game. Also, I just played, uh, I did a live stream uh, actually late last year of Creature Comforts, which is their take on worker placement. I thought that was excellent. So that'll be out, I think, uh, next year uh, sometime. So now you would still, I mean, I think you would still call their stuff kind of gateway. I mean, you know, like ticket to ride level stuff that you could teach and play with anybody. That's when they say kids table, they're not saying, Oh, this is only for kids. This is for, this is for, I mean, it wouldn't sound as good to say newbie table, a board game. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Um, Um, Have you seen Dune yet? I have not. Have you? Yes, I have. Thoughts, preliminary thoughts. Sure is Eh. quiet. It was beautifully done. Yeah. You know, the the quality of the visuals, the acting, the writing, everything was wonderfully done. But I I literally struggled to stay awake. I, oh, I, I to okay. be fair, I watched it late at night at home on HBO Max. Um, yeah. Although I didn't watch it on a small screen, we have a projector and a ten foot screen, so I watched it on a jumbo screen. Um, you know, with like big booming sound and all of that. And you know, I mean, again, it's 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 a wonderfully produced film, but oh my gosh, it was a very ponderous. I mean, yeah. it did not need to run as long as it did to tell this very simple story that it tells. Now, yeah. I should hasten to add. 
I'm the weirdo who really digs David Lynch's Dune. I mean, oh, uh, okay. you know, if, if, <laughs> there you it is. Say it's folks. nostalgia, part of my childhood, because um, it blew my mind when I saw it. And I'm still waiting for Hollywood to pick up the let's have people whisper their thoughts out loud while doing a zoomed in close up. That, that really hasn't seemed to caught on, but I, you know, I mean, I, I love it. And I, if, if I were to sit down right now and yeah, hey, what do you want to play? I would watch Lynch's Dune any day. Um, wow. Now, to be fair, um, Lynch's Dune tells an entire story. Um, Villeneuve's Dune only tells half the story, and because and unfortunately, I am I should say I am genuinely happy that part two uh, has been greenlit. There is gonna right. we're gonna finish the story. They're not gonna Empire Strikes Back it and then just leave us hanging forever. Uh, you know, we, we will get the and and maybe when the whole thing comes together, maybe I'll be able to appreciate it on a deeper level. And again, I mean, I, I love the costume design. I love the special effects. I I, I love the actors. I love seeing uh, the actors. I. Um, although honestly, again, I personally dig the Lynch f- force field effect more. I mean, okay. I know it's cheesy and primitive, but it feels more alien. It, I mean, what, what everything that's in the new one just feels like, oh, it just looks like any other movie. There's nothing, there's nothing really far out about it. Um, yeah. but I, I, I enjoyed it, but I was kind of let down. Yeah. You know, just to be fair, I have heard some people say, yeah, they also fell asleep, but I've heard other people like rave about it. So I'm, yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going to, cause I've never read the books. Um, and I've Nor never, have I, I am not a Dune head in any way, yeah. shape or form. Yeah. I'm a same. Lynch Dune head. Okay. I'm a, cool. I'm a Dune eraser head. <laughs> Dune eraser. I'd love it. How about, uh, let's see another question. We got time for another couple of questions here. Right. Quick ones. Uh, it read a uh, mom gamer says, have you read any interesting comic, uh, comics lately, comic books or anything? Um, I've read the last one I read was, um, Superman smashes the clan, which was a redo. Yeah. It was a redo of an old story, Superman against the KKK. And what this, this is an awesome, this was awesome. This graphic novel, I think came out last year, the year before by Gene Luen Yang, who did American born Chinese. He's a wonderful artist, wonderful storyteller. He, he actually is the writer, I think. For one of the new Superman series, but he, in his uh, version of this, um, Superman is Asian American, Chinese American to be specific. Oh, wow! And it's during the '40s, and of course they have clashes with the Klan, and it's about this Chinese American family. It is wonderful. It is so well done, and um, you know, spoiler alert: you will have some tears reading this uh, graphic novel. It, it's wonderful, and I think Jin Lu and Yang, um, he is just one of my favorite artists, uh, comic artists and storytellers uh, of these days. So that one, Superman smashes the clan. Highly, highly recommend. Wow. So that, I mean, that, that that's like a Superman Elseworlds, like the, uh, you know, the Red Sun, you know, yeah, where, yeah. where he landed yeah. in Russia here. I mean, you know, because things went differently, how did the whole story change? That sounds amazing. It, it's it's really good, man. I, I, I'm not going to suggest anything because I can't top that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like everybody should go check that out. Definitely. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else here? Um, do, 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 do. Uh, people are talking about Dune. Some people loved it. Some fell asleep. Okay, that's, yeah, that's pretty much the what I get as well. Oh, there's actually some people that enjoyed uh, the Lynch version as well. Yes! Um, all right. Oh, oh, someone, uh, Josh asked... The sleeper has awoken! <laughs> Father! The sleeper has awoken! I, I could quote that movie where, for days. <laughs> where is the nicest place you've been scuba diving? Desert planet. I mean, I, 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 it's like seeped into my bones. And, and that is just so weird and far out and funky. But it has yeah. life, you know? I mean, it's cheesy and it's silly and it's low rent, but ooh, it just there's something yeah, to be said. It, for it that. was a bold and brave and many say failed experiment. 
I think yeah. Lynch himself disowned it as well, if I recall correctly. I think he did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a question from Josh. Uh, where's the nicest place you've been scuba diving? Oh, really? Um, we've been scuba diving in lots of places, but still, our favorite would have to be um, Cozumel. My wife. Oh, okay. And now that we live back in the States, we've been talking about it. Ever since we moved back, we got to get back to Cozumel because that's some of the best drift diving in the world, which for mm-hmm. folks who don't know means, okay, you, you, you go down to where you are, and then there's underwater currents that will just flow along. And it's like you're floating. It's like you're flying. You're not working. Okay. And you're, it's just it's, 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 it's like you're on an underwater um, you know, escalator, and you're just looking oh. at all the beautiful sea life, and it's just so peaceful and tranquil. Um, you know, we've been twice. We loved it so much um back in our 20s and early 30s back when we lived in texas so it was a very quick flight for us just to get down there and spend a weekend diving yeah the drift diving maybe it's not the best drift diving in the world but it's certainly some of and um you know before we eventually move back to europe we will go to cozumel one more time and we will do some more drift diving yes awesome yeah um Salamanda asks, would love to see y'all do a top 10 games to put on your Christmas list. Salamanda, that's a great way to, uh, that's a great Mm -hmm. segue for me to say, we're going to be on Twitch next week. And Mm -hmm. if you start spending your channel points, which you'll earn by watching us, you can start suggesting things to us as well. So join us on Twitch, on Twitch Tuesdays, and perhaps we'll talk about those type, uh, type of games we put on Christmas list. Coming this Tuesday, Twitch Tuesdays, the R&R show. Get involved. Yes. You're going to be able to use your channel points. There's going to be polls during the show, all kinds of stuff. It'll still be a great show. It'll still be a a solid top 10 if you can't be there live. But if you can, join us, won't you? Yep. Um, One final question. We'll get out of here. Uh, Mom Gamer asks, have you had dangerous encounters while scuba diving? Mm, No. No uh, the, 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 the most danger, probably the most dangerous, the, the two most dangerous dives we ever did, we did a, a cenote dive, which means it's an underwater cave. And okay. that was, it was absolutely stunning. But, you know, if something goes wrong, you're a long way from air. So, oh, I mean, it, it was it was very well done. We were, I'm sure we were safe. The most dangerous one was when we dove in Cyprus. And we were trying, we, we uh, while we were there, we did several dives to try to get our advanced diver certificate. And that included, I think, a hundred meter dive. Or no, not 100 meter, 100 foot dive. That'd be oh, way wow. too deep, 100 meter dive. No, 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 no. Uh, we had to do a 100 meter dive. And um, we had done everything else. We'd done several other dives. We ha- The last day we had to do this one. And we had to do two dives. And we were scheduled to do two dives that day. But the night before, uh, a, 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 an unseasonal, almost hurricane level storms had come through. And it had um, you know completely destroyed visibility. And we went down and it, we were terrified. It was a wreck dive. And like I said, it was a 100 feet dive. And um, you couldn't see more than two or three feet in front of your face. We, neither of us, and I've been diving since I was 12, but ever experienced anything like that. I think the dive guys didn't realize how bad it would be. And they would not let us go down the second time because it was too dangerous. Um, And so we are still just one dive away from getting our advanced, uh, uh, you know, Patty scuba certificates. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we have to do the whole thing now because that was like, that was probably five, six years ago. But yeah, uh, I mean, it, that was terrifying because the funky thing is when Jen and I, we for years have had this cool little, it's not a regular, regular goes in your mouth. It creates a bubble around your mouth so we can talk. I think these are much more oh. common, but 10 years ago, this was an incredibly rare thing. Everybody thought we were really weird that we were talking, but because of that, I'm the one who always had to pay attention to the rest of the group. And Jen is so, oh, well, you know, if she was falling behind because she just kept looking at a turtle or whatever. I said, honey, <laughs> come on, we got to go. Um, and she and so you know, it gave her this sense of security that she's always had because I'm a very experienced diver and she was always a little nervous about it. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. when we did that dive, I mean, I was terrified, too. 
Uh, wow. I, I'd never seen anything quite like that. Going through a dive, which is already can be a nerve wracking thing, but with near zero visibility. I mean, we should not have been down there. It was a dangerous thing and they yeah. wouldn't let us do it a second time. So that would have been that, my most dangerous dive. Yeah, that totally sounds terrifying. I almost ran a foul of a barracuda once as well, but that was just swimming oh. um, uh, wow. in the ocean, not actual diving. Yeah, those Barracuda, they got some sharp teeth. You know, yep. you don't want to mess barracuda. with them. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. Uh, friends, thank you again for joining us. This has been the R&R Show. Uh, Rado, would you like to take us out? Sure. Um, I would like to say thanks for everybody um, for uh, tuning in. And also thanks to Fun Again Games for sponsoring the show. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye